Welcome to season four of the Invest Your Best podcast with Allie Kay. Come along as I casually explore what it takes to live your best life mentally and physically by focusing on the things you can control, your thinking and actions. Come and listen as I have open, real, and honest conversations about what it takes to step into action to live your best life. It's time to invest your best. Welcome to the Invest Your Best podcast. I am your host, Allie Kay. Hello, hello. It has been a minute. I am so excited to be back, and I'm even more excited for you guys to listen to this episode today. On this episode, you are going to learn all about gut health. You might ask yourself, why gut health? Well, here's the deal. If you are someone who has been dealing with bloating or you're someone who's been dealing with diarrhea, or maybe you just can't lose the weight, maybe you feel moody, your energy is low. Well, the thing is, is that it all starts in your gut. And on this episode, you'll learn how gut health even influences brain health, your mood, your energy. And it's the cycle that all starts in the gut, which is mind-blowing. So you'll learn about probiotics and you might learn something new about psychobiotics, which maybe you've never even heard of. So this episode is amazing. And you'll even learn what you can take in order to support your gut health and your overall health, which is so exciting. On this episode, I have on Tina Anderson. She is the CEO and co-founder of Just Thrive, which is an amazing company that you will learn about. She started her journey into the world of health and it had a unique start. She was actually an attorney and then chose to leave her job as an attorney after having her second child. And then she started a new career as the in-house counsel for a family pharmaceutical company. After feeling frustrated by the many abuses in the pharmaceutical industry, Tina turned toward the field of natural health and found her life's work. She has channeled her energy into learning all she could about disease prevention and good health maintenance that has led her to discover the importance of gut health and how connected and crucial it is for overall health and wellness. So to share her discovery with the world, Tina, along with her husband, created a unique supplement that contains the superior probiotic strains of renowned researcher Dr. Simon Cutting by promoting gut health and probiotics, which you will learn all in this episode. So stick around. All right. 
Welcome to the Invest Your Best podcast. I am your host, Allie Kay, and I am so excited because on this episode, we have on Tina Anderson. She is the CEO and co-founder of an amazing company called Just Thrive. Tina, thank you so much for joining us. Well, thanks for having me, Allie. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah. So I was reading just a little bit about your background and your personal story is so interesting to me just because you were a lawyer and then kind of just like chose a completely different path. So will you just like briefly tell me about your background and what was that moment that you really switched to the wellness side of things? Sure. Yeah, it is kind of an interesting story. Um, And that's why I always tell my kids who are adult children, you know, what do you want to do first in life? You know, it doesn't have to be like, what do you want to do for the rest of your life? And you have to make the decision when you're 18. Um, It's more like, what do you want to do first? And so I went, um, I'm an attorney, I was in litigation for many years, um, and working crazy hours, as you can imagine. Um, It was like, Every Saturday, I'd have to show up at the office. It was night, crazy late nights, and it was a little bit, it was a little crazy. And so I started to have children. My husband and I decided to start having a family, and I just didn't want to leave leave that life anymore. So I just, I was fortunate enough to leave that high stress, um, crazy hour job and go into a family pharmaceutical business where I had much more flexibility, was able to be home way more with my kids. And it was wonderful. Um, And it was really wonderful because we were like, this is great. We're bringing like life-saving medications to people. We're delivering. That was the business that we were in. And, And I thought that was awesome. Um, and, but then after being in the industry for a while, we started to notice a lot of the abuses in the industry. We started to notice the overprescribing of medications, you know, the emphasis on treatment rather than prevention or maintenance of health. And so um, we just decided that we, we needed to do something that was more in line with the way we lived our lives with our three children and the way we just lived our lives with each other. We were always more naturally minded. I always kind of let my kids have a fever for a while before I hurried up and gave them Tylenol or ibuprofen. And so um, at the, then we decided, um, you know, to start looking into different options. And um, my husband was seeing a naturopath at the time, and they had been looking at different op- opportunities that were out there. And um, we learned about gut and the importance of the gut and how critically important it was for our overall health. And um, his naturopath came and said, you know, Tina, you and Billy, you need to come to our offices and we need to talk about this because we just were given the opportunity to license these strains out of London University. And we would be the only people that would have the rights to these particular strains that were very, very heavily studied and researched. And so from there, we did it. We put our life savings into purchasing the exclusive rights to these strains and um, went in and jumped into being an entrepreneur. And it's been amazing. It's been the hardest thing I have ever done. There's no amount of you know, legal work that I ever did that was ever as hard as being an entrepreneur. But I've also never done anything so gratifying in my career as really impacting lives every day. So it's been really, really fun. Yeah. And you guys have created an an amazing product. And you know what they say, it's like you leave your, you know, 40 to 50 hour job a week to go be an entrepreneur and work like hundreds of hours a week, you know, but it's, I know it's so fulfilling to be doing something that you truly have a passion for. So just talking about like gut health, I feel like gut health and mental health have been such a buzz like the past like couple years separately. And then come to like find out just learning more about how gut health 
impacts brain health and vice versa. And like I just recently learned about how, you know, serotonin is created in your gut and dopamine, like that's mind blowing. So just tell me a little bit overall, why gut health? Why now focus on this? And just like the correlation with how it truly does affect your mood and your mental health overall. We'll be back after a quick break. Hey, quick question for you. Are you someone who wants to be fit, healthy, and happy? And what if I told you you could get your dream body by simply just listening to a podcast? I'm Josh. And I'm KG, and we're the hosts of the Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast. Listen, we get it. Fitness isn't easy. Carbs, no carbs. Just stop, okay? It doesn't have to be that complicated. And that's why we made this podcast. We get straight to the facts so you can become your best you. So the way to check us out is click the link in the show notes or search Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast on any of the major podcast platforms. We'll see you soon. Yeah, no, that's a great question and a great point. Um, you know, just to even back up further when you asked about just gut health in general. So we know now that we are 10 times more bacterial than we are human wow. cells. So we we are made up of more bacterial cells than we are of human cells. And that's really hard for people to understand, you know, and we learned this with the Human Microbiome Project was launched about 10 years ago, told us more about the gut than we ever knew before. And basically what that study, this is a you know huge, massive study, um, showed us that we know that our gut is dictating virtually every aspect of our overall health. So we've always thought to ourselves, oh, I have like gas and bloating and diarrhea, constipation, I must have some gut imbalance. And yes, those are certainly signs that you have gut imbalance. But what we're now starting to understand very clearly is that, you know, we're talking about autoimmune issues that stems from your gut. Allergies are stemming from your gut. Mental health disorders, like you mentioned, are stemming from your gut. Alzheimer's, dementia, heart disease, cancer, diabetes. I mean, it's hard to find any non-communicable disease that's not associated with some type of imbalance in our gut. So that is foundational. Our gut is foundational to our health. It is where we start. You know, so many people will be like, oh, I started on taking a multivitamin and, and that's great. You want to you want to make sure that you're supplementing with some important nutrients. And But the bottom line is these nutrients will not be absorbed if your gut is inflamed. And unfortunately, the world we live in is so offensive to our gut health. I mean, we know that you know, we are more bacteria than we are human, yet everything we're doing is antibacterial. You know, we're antimicrobial and all of these things, you know, the antibacterial hand sanitizers and the soaps and the cleaning products are so offensive to our gut. In fact, there was a study that showed that households that use products that say kills 99.99% of the bacteria actually have children and households with um, children who have a higher incidence of allergies and autoimmune issues. So um, it's really important that we are supporting our gut bacteria, not um, uh, not hurting it all the time. Only less than 1% of bacteria is actually harmful. So much of our bacteria yeah, is helpful. I've, I wanted to stop you right there and just kind of pick this apart because like I know for me, and I'm learning more about it, but I know even like the average person, when I think of bacteria, I think of bad, <laughs> you know? I think of like, I don't want bacteria. So Tell me a little bit, like educate me in simple terms of like the good bacteria and the bad bacteria and where we get these bacteria and what we need. Yeah. So the good bacteria we have in our gut, we have beneficial bacteria and pathogenic bacteria. And so there's a balance going on. We don't necessarily want to wipe out all of the 
pathogenic bacteria. The idea is to have this balance and have the beneficial bacteria outweigh the bad bacteria. And so where we get bacteria from is really through childbirth. I mean, it's when you're born. When you are born, you know, obviously you're pregnant, Allie, about to give birth. It is so critical for you to be taking care of your gut bacteria because that is the only time a child is inoculated with gut bacteria is when it is during vaginal childbirth, close skin to skin contact and breastfeeding, you know, nursing. Those are the times that your child is inoculated with their bacteria. That's when you're getting the lactobacillus and bifidobacterium that we just are talked about so often. So um, it's really critical that the mom is taking care of their gut bacteria because they are passing it on to the child. So, um, and then the, and why it's so offensive is we've lived or why we have this epidemic right now of allergies and autism and, um, you know, autoimmune disease and children so young now is because they are being born in these sterile environments, you know, where they're being born in the hospital and the babies are getting more of like the doctors and the hospital's bacteria than they are of the mothers because they're cleaning them off right away and they're getting rid of the bacteria, the, you know, all of the good stuff coming out of childbirth. So, um, and then, you know, then just when they start getting older and, and in adulthood, we know we start getting the antibacterial soaps, like we talked about, the, anti, the hand sanitizers, the, the household products that are so offensive to our gut. Mm-hmm. But one of the biggest offenders to our gut health is um, our antibiotics, you know, antibiotics that we take. And, you know, of course, antibiotics are necessary from time to time. They save lives, but they are so overprescribed. Um, and it's sometimes due to the doctor's fault. And sometimes it's due to the patient's fault because the patient's like, I'm going on vacation and I want an antibiotic and just because I got a cold. And, you know, but really you're just disrupting your gut bacteria. Every time you take an antibiotic, it will wreak havoc on your gut for up to a year to two years after. And so we have to just remember, and antibiotics are found in our food supply too. That's why I'm a huge proponent of eating clean. So, you know, the offenders of our gut health are antibiotics. Um, glyphosate, which is the active ingredient in Roundup, which is sprayed all over our food supply um, and our produce. Another reason why I'm such a proponent of trying to eat clean. Um, Mm -hmm. It's also a, um, you know, the stress that we're experiencing on a day-to-day basis, incredibly, um, you know, impactful on our gut health. And we'll go into the gut-brain connection because that's very relevant and you asked about it. But I thought it was important to just kind of get a, a basis is that we know gut health is so important to our overall health. The Human Microbiome Project told us that. It is literally dictating every aspect of our overall health. We also know there are so many offenders out there from antibiotics to glyphosate to stress, sugar, alcohol, antibacterial soaps and household products that are just loaded with you know all these chemicals that are killing our beneficial bacteria. And, and so, but I just wanted to set that framework so then we could get into the mental health aspect of it. I feel like especially as a mom, so my son is four years old and he's showing signs of asthma. He can't formally be diagnosed, but you know, we've had to reevaluate the food and the cleaning products. And like, I know for me, like when I eat certain foods, I feel mentally a certain way and I physically feel the effects of food. And then just coming out of COVID with like the whole sanitary, you know, we're using all those, you know, antibacteria, everything. 
And it's almost like I feel powerless, especially as a mom, you know, like there's so many things I can't control. So what can we do? Like, I know like Just Thrive has the probiotic, like what is a probiotic? Um, You talked about eating clean, like what are those foods that do support gut health? Like what can we do to kind of get that control back so we don't feel like a victim to all this? Yeah, no, that's a great point. Um, you know, the thing is, that's, I, I told you all the bad news. You know, the bad news is that, you know, there's so many offenders out there. The good news is that our guts really can heal. Our guts can, you know, they're, they're, they are able and capable to fix themselves, but we need to support it, like you said, with foods, with different, you know, behaviors. Um, you know, one of the things I always tell people when they talk about trying to get better, you know, is like I said, eating clean. I mean, really trying to eat clean. And I know that's hard. It's expensive. Um, sometimes you can't find clean foods, but just do your best, you know, start doing it a little bit at a time, just introducing one organic food and, and trying to just eat clean and trying to stay away from meats that have any antibiotics in them. That's really important um, to support your gut health. The other thing is to um, eat a diverse group of foods. One of the biggest things with our gut is we want a diverse microbiome. We want diversity in our bacteria. And by eating a diverse group of foods, that really helps even going to like, especially going to like Asian or Indian grocery stores and trying to find different vegetables and roots and tubers. So you're experiencing different types of, you're getting all these different types of bacteria and they're being introduced into your gut. Um, as a society, we eat like six to 12 different types of food a year. And we, our ancestors used to eat like 600 different types wow. of foods a year. Um, so that's really beneficial. The other thing I always tell people is to like meditate and or whatever mindful practice that really resonates with you because our mind is dictating the health of our gut and our gut is healthy, is dictating the health of our brain. And that's really hard for people to understand. But, you know, we have to remember, you mentioned in the beginning, 90% of our serotonin is produced in our gut, not in our brain. You know, of course, serotonin is our happy hormone. 90% of it is produced in our gut. GABA is produced in our gut. GABA is the calming hormone. Um, You know, dopamine is produced in our gut. All these critical neurotransmitters are produced in our gut. So it's really important that we take care of our, take care of our gut so that they send signals to, you know, to the brain to help us be calm. But it's also important that we take care of our mind by doing mindful practice and meditation because the brain is also sending signals back to the gut. There's something called the vagus nerve, and the vagus nerve is sending signals back and forth to each other. Um, and then, of course, yes, one of the most important things to be doing to support your gut health is by taking a spore-based probiotic. And that's the probiotic strains that are found in Just Thrive. And why they are so different is most probiotics on the market have the, um, they, they just are sensitive organisms. They have difficulty surviving the gastric system. When, they, when the conventional probiotics that you find on the store shelves, you swallow them, they hit the stomach and the stomach is very acidic. It's meant to be acidic. It's the gastric barrier. It's meant to protect your intestines. But we know that this, these regular conventional probiotics on the market, 99% of them just do not survive. They, we did, we've done many survivability studies, tests on those. They do not get to the intestines alive. The spore-based probiotics have this endospore shell around themselves and they have the ability, and this is a natural shell. This is not something we've intercoded mm-hmm. or engineered. These are naturally found in our environment. And they have the ability to get to the intestines alive. So they they don't take this shell off until they hit the intestines. So the spores, you swallow them, 
they see that gastric acidic environment in the stomach, but they are able to remain stable. They're very hardy. They hit the intestines. When they hit the intestines, they take their shell off. And that's when they go into their live vegetative cell state and they go to work in the gut. And so the best way to, to describe what spores do is if you envision a garden the, and you have like the weeds in the garden, you kind of compare that to the bad bacteria in your gut. And then you have um, the good plants in your garden and you compare that to the um, good bacteria in your gut. The spores go in and they have the ability to get rid of the weeds in the garden. And then they have the ability to take those plants that maybe have been stepped on and trampled on and aren't really thriving in the garden. And they go in there and they help those plants come back to life. So they're kind of like the gardener of the gut. And they're going in and they attach to the you know soil. So in the gut, these spores go in there and they actually have the ability to attach to the intestinal cell wall. They have the ability to get rid of the pathogenic bacteria and they have the ability to help our good bacteria come back to life. So it's a very, very effective and you know approach and why we see such profound results with the product. It's so interesting. And just to back up with like the whole, just like the gut, the producing the serotonin and stuff like, and I know you coming from a pharmaceutical background, you know, probably so many people listening have seen a psychiatrist, you know, they've, they've had depression or something or anxiety and have probably been prescribed an SSRI, you know, an antidepressant. Why aren't we talking about a probiotic or like, you know, why aren't we saying, hey, go evaluate the foods that you're eating that are affecting your gut? Because this is where all this stuff is made in your gut. Why do you think we're not acknowledging this? I I would, (laughs) that's the question I ask myself every day. (laughs) And that's why I spend hours, you know, on podcasts trying to get the word out there. And I'm so grateful for podcasts like yours where, you know, you have a platform where you're sharing this knowledge with people because it is my mission in life right now to be spreading this message of how important the gut is. And especially when it comes to mental health. I mean, psychiatrists have had their hands tied for the last 40 to 60 years because what they've been doing is using these SS, the only tools they have are SSRIs and anti-anxiety medicines. And they are focusing on the brain when really the root cause is in the gut. And so that's why this is, you know, the serotonin is produced in our gut, not not in our brain. It's really produced, 90% of it's produced in our gut. So this is why we're even seeing, you know, we know just when people start taking the probiotic, they're seeing such improvement in, you know, mental health and, and more clarity in their life. And, but then we, we also launched a different product that is focused particularly on, um, our, the, the brain health aspect of it. There's two problems with our brain health. One, we have inflammation that's coming from LPS toxins, and I don't want to get too scientific, but the probiotic alone is helping with those LPS toxins. We know we did a double-blind human clinical trial on um, LPS toxins seeping into the bloodstream. Leaky gut is another you know, name for it. And we showed that just with a month of the product, it actually, these strains actually saw a 42% reduction in LPS toxins. And LPS toxins is causing this inflammatory response by all different organs in our body, one of which is the brain. So just taking care of just the probiotic alone is going to help support, you know, your mental health, your, you know, all all different aspects of your overall health. But now this new product that we launch is called uh, Just Calm. And just calm is dealing with other external stressors we have. So we know the two 
biggest issues with our brain health is these LPS toxins that are causing an inflammatory response. But then also the other big offender to our brain health is these external stressors that we're dealing with on a day-to-day basis. And unfortunately, we can't get rid of them. You know, someone cuts you off in traffic, you get a really stressful email, you know, you're in a fight with a loved one, whatever it may be, we're, de- we're dealt with these external stressors. But we all know those people that just are able to handle them better. You know, I- I've never been one of them, <laughs> unfortunately, but you know, you get these, like something happens and it's like, you get so upset over it where, you know, or I would always say, I, I would hear a a ambulance and a fire truck going and I'm freaking out. Like, oh my, as a kid, even I'd be like, oh my God, I hope that's not going to my house where my one friend would be like, oh, that there's another cat that's stuck up in a tree. And I'm like, why doesn't my mind go there? And it's perspective, but it's also your gut bacteria. And one of the studies was shown that there's a particular strain of bacteria called bifida longum 1714 that is more prevalent in those people that are just able to ex- handle those external stressors better. And so this Just Calm product is actually a product that is it has 1714 in it, this bifidolongum 1714. And the studies have been profound. It actually is able to allow you to handle stress better. It's, al- it's allowing um, your brainwave activity to be altered to more of a theta or flow state. So not only for being calmer, but actually having more cognitive function, being able to maybe present better, maybe being able to, um, you know, um, take exams better. I have a, you know, a son in college right now, you know, that helps to get rid of some of that stress before an exam. So, um, you know, there's just, there, it's such a two-way street between the gut and the brain. And so, and, and, you know, one of the big things that we've focused on at Just Thrive is that we are only bringing products that are missing, so not in the market, and really needed and heavily backed by research. When we came to this you know, market, nobody had a spore-based probiotic. We were complete disruptors in the market. And it was a hard, hard road. I mean, really hard because everyone's like, well, how many CFUs do you have in your product, which is the colony forming units? And that was not our story. That's a marketing story. What what matters is what do these strains, however many you have, what kind of change are they making in the gut? One of the first studies we did was a gut model study, and it showed that these strains, after two and a half weeks, showed a 30% favorable shift in the gut. So that garden was 30% better just after two and a half weeks. I don't know of any other probiotic that has a study of that magnitude. So when we found these strains, this bifidolongum 1714, and the studies and the research behind them, it, we were like, we have to bring this to market. It's it's something called a psychobiotic. So it's a whole new category of probiotics. And I'm excited for it. And I just, I mean, even like you just talking about, you know, how this is the most important, me being pregnant, you know, passing on that gut health to my child. So kind of what, and I know I have a lot of um, pregnant listeners too. And I know like with postpartum, I definitely want to get into a routine. You know, I can't just go out and exercise. And this is where I really need to tune into my mindfulness routine and what I truly am feeding my body and the supplements that I'm taking. So walk me through what I can do during pregnancy with like your the products, the probiotics, all that, how I take them, and then how, if there's any additional products I would add during my postpartum journey, um, just walk me through that because I'm excited to just like live up my gut health. <laughs> right, right. Well, it is so important to be taking care of your mental health um, during pregnancy and after pregnancy. And I know it's, it's tricky, you know, I know it's tricky. I've been there three times. And so, but the bottom line is that 
um, you know, we should be, I mean, there are supplements to take and I'll get into those, but I mean, just living your life as calmly as possible, removing toxic people and toxic, you know, um, projects that you're working on, whatever it is. I mean, we, there's no way we could supplement out of removing, not like living with toxicity. And so I always like, I know for myself, when we started this business, I have three kids, I'm running around from sporting events. They all played college sports. I was, I'm running this business. My husband and I, I mean, we did it on our own for so many years and I was stressed. I mean, I was stressed, stressed, stressed. And I couldn't even, there was nothing I could take that would have changed that until I started changing my lifestyle. And so, you know, we started hiring a team and we started hiring more people. And it was like, all of a sudden, just everything started to be calm. So I would always say like, as you're starting pregnancy, there's a reason why you start to clean and, and um, do all the things to get yourself ready because you really need a calm and peaceful environment. So I would encourage people to just, you know, organize your life and try to be as organized as possible and calm as possible and, and not say yes to every invitation and just have a lot of alone time. Um, but then of course we need to be supplementing with products. I mean, the, the spore-based probiotic when you're pregnant is so critical. Like I had mentioned, just because you are passing on your gut bacteria to your child and the spores are the most effective way in order to get your gut bacteria in a, the most healthy, you know, environment that you could possibly be in. Um, and then of course we need your, you know, you want to be calm during your pregnancy. So having the 1714 would be fabulous, um, both while you're pregnant and when you're, you know, postpartum, both are wonderful while you're pregnant and when you're postpartum. Of course, I always make the disclaimer, you know, that if you're pregnant, you should ask a doctor. I, I would find it hard to believe that any doctor would say that you shouldn't take a probiotic when you're pregnant or nursing, but everyone's situation is different. So I would always say to mention to your doctor. And then just going to the whole C-section. So I'm having a C-section and I know you mentioned, you know, the vaginal birth and stuff is another way we pass on, you know, the gut bacteria. What can I do as a C-section? So I'm getting my third C-section and just learning more. You know, I'm older now, so I'm learning more, you know, more stuff is coming out about like how babies shouldn't be washed right away. You know, that skin to skin and it's kind of hard with a C-section, but because I am getting a scheduled one, I want to talk to my doctor and, and see what you have to say of some of the things I can do to really, you know, maximize giving you know, the gut bacteria to my baby? Oh yeah. That's a great question. And it's like, and it, 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 there's a solution to it, which is great. So you just, you take gauze and you, you know, talk to your doctor about it, but take gauze and, and get all that bacteria from your vaginal canal as much as you can and just put it on the baby as much as possible. I would use the, my husband's going to love this. She, yeah, he is going to love it, but you know, <laughs> just get it out there and put it all over the baby and it's so, it's so important to do that. And so there is a solution to that. So that's, that's great. And then even, you know, like the probiotic spores are really important. Like you mentioned your son, who's starting to experience some asthma. And I mean, like, this is so important for kids. I mean, even babies, if babies are having issues, you could sprinkle, you could open the capsules of our probiotic and sprinkle it on, you know, if you're nursing, you could sprinkle it on your breast You and the baby could get a little bit of it. You could put it on your finger and have the baby get it. Um, there are ways for the babies to get, and, and maybe you don't need to give to, to the newborn, to a brand newborn, but like even after a couple months, start giving it to them because maybe they did miss some of that bacteria during childbirth. But it is really critical to start giving these products to kids because, you know, I'm very passionate about this. When I was a child, which was a long, long time ago, 
I only knew one person with a peanut allergy or any type of allergy from kindergarten through high school, the end of high school. And now, you know, we all know there's peanut free tables, kids, I mean, it's more common to have an allergy than to not have an allergy. And we could be fixing this. We could be supporting our gut health by doing all the things that I mentioned. But I mean, I would, you could, for children, you could open the capsules, mix it with food. A child wouldn't even know it's in whatever they're eating. You could bake with it. And even we've tested these strains up to 455 degrees. So you could bake with them. Um, but I, I would argue that it is so important to be giving this to our children, even if it's every other day, even if you don't think they have any issues going on taking care of their gut health is the biggest gift you could give to them because it will follow them on and on and on. You know, we know that people, there's something I mentioned earlier, leaky gut. That study that we did basically shows when people have a leaky gut, which they estimate like 80% of the adult population has a leaky gut and doesn't know it, but it's like this drippy faucet. Toxins start to seep into your bloodstream slowly. And for years, you're fine. You know, just like that, that tub is not overflowing. But one day that tub overflows. One day you get a toxin into your bloodstream and it starts this inflammatory response. And then all of a sudden you have allergies, you have an autoimmune disease, you have all of these other, you have a heart issue, you have whatever it might be. And so it's really, really critical that we are supporting our gut lining, which the probiotic alone does. And then we have other products that support it even more. But just to, just to start on the probiotic, that is so critical for our gut lining, for the health of our gut. And it's so important for kids because we know kids are being, they are, they are, are faced with all these glyphosates that we weren't as kids. And they are living in such an antimicrobial world and antibacterial world. And I was not, I know, faced with it as much. Yeah, it's scary. I mean, it's even like the foods that, you know, I'm guilty of buying, you know, and it's like, and it's so hard, you know, not to subject them to these foods, even at birthday parties, you know, the icing, you know, there's just so many things. And I, I, like I said, with my four-year-old, it's becoming more and more apparent that like we have to make the change. And especially I, I'm like tomorrow, I'm starting the probiotic with him. So tell me like, so you mentioned breaking the capsules. Would I give it to him before he eats or like, how would I do that? Yeah, it's best to do it um, after he eats or if you put it in with his food, that's perfectly fine. It's just, we have a study that shows it works even that much better when you take it in the presence of food. It's fine to take it on an empty stomach, but it'll just work that much better. But just with food, um, yeah, you could put it in something that he drinks, but something that he eats. I used to put Mm -hmm. it in my son's oatmeal. Um, I I mean, or you could put it, mix it with eggs. They won't taste it at all. You know, they wouldn't even taste it or anything. Um, and yeah, I, I think it's important too, like you mentioned, you know, we, we can't, I don't think we could be strict as parents where it's like, oh, you can't have, you know, having a cupcake mm-hmm. at a party, you know, I mean, as long as they don't have a reaction to it, I mean, it's fine. It's more about like habits at home and, and empowering kids. I, one of the biggest things I feel like I did with my kids was empower them. I'd have them watch documentaries about, and mm-hmm. they were older, you know, but l- explaining to them that this is what sugar does to the inside of your body. And this is what, you know, just educating them and empowering them, they start becoming their biggest advocates. I remember my son, um, we watched a documentary years ago and they were talking about sugar and Gatorade and 
he will never like they go to he'd go to a baseball game, a basketball game, they give him Gatorade and he would never ever drink any <laughs> Gatorade. It wasn't because I told him not to. He just wouldn't do it. And it's like to this day, he's in college and I'm sure he's doing all kinds of not good things to himself, but he still avoids sugar, you know, because he knows it's not good for him. So I, I think it's it's really about trying to empower them rather than forbidding them. And once in a while, having something. It's okay, you know, I mean it's okay. I completely agree. I'm doing that with my eight-year-old and it's funny because he's connecting to it. He had, so it's, I see behavior changes when he drinks anything with red, you know, like red Gatorade, red dye, you know, and this has been going on for years. And before it was like, no, you can't have this. But now that he's at this age, you know, there was one day that he had it and he's like, mom, I don't know why I feel this way. Like, you know, he was just act and he recognized it. And he's like, mom, I don't know why I feel this way. And we sat down and I'm like, you know, this is the effects, you know, this is what it's doing to your body. And ever since then, he's like, yeah, I don't want to feel that way. Like he made that connection where now it's like, oh, thank God that he made it because rather than me just saying, no, you can't have that, you know? Yes. Yes. So when someone starts taking a probiotic and I know we talked about like leaky gut and stuff, what are some of the things that they'll start feeling right away? And I know you said the study within two weeks, you know, there's an evidence-based study where there was a difference. What are some of like the physical differences that one might feel? Yeah. So it's obviously, it's, it's different for every person because everybody has different issues. We've noticed people who have like loose stools, for example, may find relief within a day or two. I mean, they find, they see results, but someone with constipation, it may take three months, you know, it it all depends. But one of the things I always want to remind people is like, you know, when you're taking a pharmaceutical and, or you watch the commercials, it's like side effects include, you know, suicidal thoughts, like constipation and all these awful things. And with us, you know, with a probiotic, with a spore-based probiotic, it's like side effects include better mood, better sleep, um, weight, better weight management. Um, I, I've heard that so many times because when you're becoming more regular, you start getting rid of all those toxins and things. So the nice thing is so many people will come to our product because of an issue they have. Maybe it's gas and bloating, you know, maybe it's like some acid reflux, who knows, they may have different issues, but they start to notice, oh my gosh, I'm like losing a little bit of weight or like I'm um, I, I just feel like I'm sleeping better now or, it, or my mood is better. And it's, it's so fun to see that happen with people. Um, but you know, what will, what we normally will see is that usually within the first couple of weeks to a month, you're going to see some differences, whatever it is that you're trying to see. And I think what most people start to notice is just that increased regularity. I would, for one, was someone who did not have any gut issues that I thought that I knew of. And I started taking the product and I started, I'm like, okay, now I know what it means to be regular. And now you feel so cleaned. You just feel so good. It's like yeah. my mom and I talk about it all the time. She's always like, oh my God, I don't know how to explain it other than like, you just feel so cleaned out, you know, and it's just, it, you feel lighter because of it. And so um, that's what I need right now. Yeah. Well, you're in a different situation. You don't want to feel lighter. You want to feel, you know, <laughs> You want to keep feeding that baby. Um, so yeah, th- those are the things you'll start to notice. Now I will, I o- always like to tell people too, sometimes it's good to start slowly because these are so, they, they work so well. Sometimes we tell people to take a half a capsule or one capsule every other day. So you can either take a full capsule every other day or a half a capsule every day, whatever is easier just to, um, there's something called die off that can happen. It doesn't happen often, but I always like to tell people because in the event that that happens, like that's, that's a sign your body, it, it's showing it's working. It's basically 
killing off back the bad bacteria and what's causing any discomfort could be that that dead bacteria that that pathogenic bacteria that's leaving the body so you might feel some like extra gas or bloating or you might feel a little bit more you know you may have looser stools but you just need to go slowly and know that that means it's working and don't get discouraged by it. And if there's any questions, like our customer service team is amazing. We have a product coach on our team that is amazing and would be happy to talk anybody through it. But usually people start feeling results within the first couple of weeks. Yeah. I'm excited for the people listening and even me to start this routine, like adding it into the, our daily lives. Because I also think a lot of people listening to this podcast initially started listening because I had this weight loss journey you know, and I, and I even think like society's caught on like, okay, you eat clean to lose weight. That's the only reason, you know, we're, we're just in this diet culture mentality that you have no idea that eating clean and working out is for mental health, you know, physical health all around, not just for weight loss. So it's interesting that just, you know, focusing on your gut health, you're going to feel overall better, but also have like weight loss, you know, that will just be one of the effects. Yeah, no, it's really not. And again, it's not a weight loss product by any stretch of the imagination. It's just, it's amazing when you start taking care of your gut. I mean, your gut bacteria is what dictates those people who could eat a cupcake, eat a dozen cupcakes and not lose any weight or, or not gain any weight. Or you're one of those people that looks at a cupcake and gains 10 pounds. You know, that's literally, that is your gut bacteria. It's you have more Firmecutes than Bacteroides. If you have more Firmecutes, you're one of those people that just is able to, or that gains weight more easily. And we don't necessarily want that. And it's just balancing out that. And also we know our gut produces short chain fatty acids. These strains actually increase your short chain fatty acid production by up to 30%. That is your short chain fatty acid production is dictating if you're one of those people that could like burn fat faster and you have higher fat burning metabolism. So it is, it's all very connected. Very interesting. Thank you, Tina, for coming on. This has been, I feel like you're definitely going to be one of my guests that I'm going to have on again, just to pick your brain. I love like, I just, I don't know. I feel like it's been the past month that I've really tuned into what gut health is overall, especially impacting the mental health. So this was, I'm just excited to try everything. So tell me where we can find Just Thrive, where we can get the products and how that all goes. Yes. Um, So you just find them on justthrivehealth.com. Super easy. And if you have any questions, like I said, you know, email or call our customer service team or our health coach, I mean, not our health coach, our product coach and um, ask any questions, but justthrivehealth.com is the best place. And I believe we have a coupon code. Do you know what that is? Yes, we do. It is invest your best. Yes. So invest your best is for 15% off um, for your listeners. So give it a try and, you know, see, see how it goes. It's amazing what happens when you start taking care of your gut. Definitely. And especially more important to do so while pregnancy and postpartum. So you can start today. This has been another episode of the Invest Your Best podcast with Allie Kay, and we will catch you next time. (laughs) 